For BYU-Idaho Radio, I'm Morgan White. Joining me today is Cynthia Browning. She and I talk about the importance of the honeybee and all of its many roles in our communities. Cynthia, can you introduce yourself and tell me a little bit more about how you're involved with the Browning Company? I am married to Zach Browning, and he is the president of Browning's Honey Company, so uh, we are a small family business. How did the business begin? I saw that it started in 1921. That is correct. So Elmer Browning uh, started working for a local beekeeper, and he went on an LDS mission, and while he was gone, his father tended the hives and grew them. When he returned from his mission, uh, they made the business bigger, and it just grew from there until other family members joined in and we're where we're at today. How has the company changed very much over the years? It has changed a lot over the years. So we've had to adapt to a lot of changes in agriculture and in beekeeping. And, uh, you know, we they used to move bees by hand, and now it's done with equipment. And you might have a few hundred hives, and now Browning Honey runs 30,000 hives. Oh, wow. Are all those hives located on um, your guys' property or are they spread out across Idaho? So we run 8,000 hives in Idaho and we rely on friendships with landowners to put our bees on the property. We go within a hundred mile radius of the Idaho Falls area. Tell me more about bees and why they're so important to the environment, especially here in Idaho. So bees are crucial to everything that we do. They not only produce honey, but they're responsible for one in every three bites of food that we eat. They pollinate native uh, wildflowers that wouldn't be able to reproduce without the help of the honeybee. They are responsible for crops like alfalfa and cotton. And so our food supply is very dependent on pollinators and honeybees do 80% of the pollination. I had no idea that they were, that honeybees specifically were so influential in the pollination process. Yeah, honeybees are perfect pollinators. They, you know, in search of nectar, they go from flower to flower. And in in that process, they pollinate and then we get the honey and you get the benefit of the pollination. And it's a win-win. So the landscape is better because of the honeybee. Uh, Idaho specifically produces a really wonderful Idaho mountain clover honey, which is very light, mild taste produced from clover and alfalfa. And we also do uh, a lot of growers here are uh, seed pollinators for canola. It's done here in Idaho, and we do that here in southeast Idaho. And what are some things that people, whether they're farmers or not, just people living in this area, things they can do to provide a safer and more welcoming environment to honeybees and other types of helpful insects? The first thing that people can do is let flowers grow naturally. Uh, you know, when the dandelions pop up, we're quick to spray them. If you let them be, they're the first source of nutrition for the honeybee in the spring. You can lay off the spray, so if you can avoid using a pesticide, please do. And if you have to use a pesticide, please use it responsibly, paying attention to maybe nearby flora and fauna. You can grow a bee-friendly garden, and those are the things that you can do locally. Another thing that you can do is support your local beekeeper. Get to know your local beekeeper and buy local honey. Honey is the third most adulterated product in the world. So you want to be very careful when you're purchasing honey to make sure you're getting what you're paying for because honey has got a tremendous amount of nutritional benefits, but you're not going to get those if you're buying an adulterated product. So get to know your beekeeper and make sure that they're using 
you know, best practices to support the health of the bees and the environment. If you, you know, use a honey as your sweetener, you support both uh, them in terms of economically from buying their honey and helping them support the bees for pollination purposes. You talked about creating a bee-friendly garden or, you know, planting things. What are some types of plants or flowers that are specifically extremely helpful to bees? Well, clover is huge for bees. Lavender, salva, foxglove, hollyhocks, um, sage and fennel, geraniums, aster, sunflower, zinnias, lots of different plants are bee-friendly. Tying that in to the event that's coming up on the 20th, I heard that you guys are, uh, as part of the event, you're offering some seed packets of some sort? Yes, the seeds um, that we're sharing will have uh, very bee-friendly varieties. Can you tell me a little bit more about what the other activities are that you have planned for the event? So the biggest thing we have with World Bee Day is we want to bring awareness to the community on the importance of the honeybee. A lot of people aren't aware of uh, of how important she is to our food supply, bringing in $22 billion in North American agriculture uh, annually. Like I said, she's responsible for every third bite of food we consume. Mm-hmm. She produces honey, uh, which is so beneficial for us. But we also want to let people know that she is in trouble. The honeybee needs our help. Uh, there's, you know, subject to pests and pathogens and loss of habitat. And, of course, we talked about pesticides. So we want to get the word out that even in our community, each individual can do something in our own backyard that is going to benefit the honeybee and tip the scale in her favor. So the event is being held at our gift shop, which is north on the Louisville Highway. We're three and a half miles north of Bish's RV on the west side of the road. Our address is 9019 North 5th East. The time is 10 a.m. to 4 p.m going to have the seed packets. Uh, we'll have an observation hive out to you know show people what it looks like inside the hive. We'll have more information specifically on the honeybee herself and things you can do to help support her. And we'll also have some light refreshments. Are there any groups or organizations that you're supporting uh, with the proceeds from the event? There are. So uh, we are members of, of Project APSM. And along with Project APSM, which is a project that helps the habitat of the honeybee, we are co-founders of the program called the Bee and Butterfly Habitat Fund. So if anyone wants to make a donation uh, or anything like that, we'll be happy to pass those along. And all proceeds from any sales that day go to both Project APSM and the Bee and Butterfly Habitat Fund. Are there any other um, resources in the community or places that people can go to support local beekeepers? Well, the biggest thing is just right in our own backyard and have your yard be bee-friendly. You can also, the uh, Extension Office has always got a lot of really good information on beekeeping and ways to help the bees. There's a lot of good resources on the Internet. Uh, there's uh, local beekeeping groups. There's the Idaho Honey Association where you can get a list of participating beekeepers. I think that, I don't know, bees are kind of a silent thing. Unless they fly right past your head, you don't really think about them very often and how important and um, just influential they are and everything that we enjoy from agriculture to our food and things. So for any future things that you guys do or just information on your website, where can people go to find more info from you specifically? We do have a website, www.browningshoney.com. We have Facebook and Instagram. You can also contact us at our gift shop. We're happy to come to your school, your club, 
your community event and put on a presentation for your group, whether it's on baking with honey or just educating you about the honeybee, we are more than happy to to do that for the local community. And and if we get enough interest, there's a honey queen that's part of the American Beekeeping Federation that we can bring in that she would love to do a presentation. So we have a lot of resources available. We really want to educate the community that they can be part of the process. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today, Cynthia. I appreciate you reaching out and helping us get the word out. That was Cynthia Browning, talking about the importance of honeybees in our communities, as well as an upcoming event on August 20th. For more information, visit browningshoney.com. This is Morgan White with BYU-Idaho Radio.